0: The Carolina Hurricanes opening night is just a few days away and it's now time once again to protect opening night for the Carolina Hurricanes as well as get this team under the salary cap. All that in this episode of Locked on Hurricanes. You're Locked on Hurricanes. Your daily podcast on the Carolina Hurricanes. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team, every day. Hey there, Caniacs. I am your host, Jared Ellis, and you're listening to Locked On Hurricanes on the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day and as always thank you for making locked on hurricanes your first listen of this monday afternoon i know a lot of you guys are celebrating the carolina panthers finally made a head coaching change so hopefully this episode will also bring you some joy just like that but of course don't forget to follow the show on twitter and instagram at L O underscore hurricanes and myself on twitter at jared ellis underscore 96 and as I mentioned in this episode we will be redoing the opening night predictions as changes have been made people have gotten hurt and the Carolina Hurricanes are over the salary cap right now so we're going to dive into that um, first off you know this team is currently as we sit as of recording at 11:22 uh, a.m. they are 4,404,000 417 dollars over the salary cap salary cap is 82.5 million dollars so this is one that it was is a little difficult uh and because there's a lot of guys that have made cases of for themselves and you know while i may put this guy in the lineup i am all, i was also thinking of like okay what is Rod Brendamore going to do and his staff and all that, what, and all that stuff, what are they going to do? That is something I did take into consideration here. So, you know, the big things, you know, to start out with was actually, you know, first and foremost, uh, Jordan Martin was placed on and cleared waivers over the weekend. So, I. I wouldn't put it out of the realm of possibility of him going to the Chicago Wolves. And that is something we'll have to wait and see later on today to see what comes out because they got to get under the cap and get the roster where it needs to be later on today. So we will of course, you know, know more about this later on in the day, but first and foremost, um, they need to move their two guys that are going to be on long-term IR to long-term IR. And that is Max Pacioretty and Jake Gardner. And so that didn't That's the first thing that needs to get done. Uh, moving those guys over there and getting that, that money uh, off, uh, especially Max Pacioretty because in cap friendly, uh, Jake Gardner is listed on regular injured reserve, but, I think we all realize he is going to be back on long term injured reserve and Max Petretti he's going to need to be there as well. And with that it that's that in itself is probably one of the first moves that needs to be made is getting those guys off of the active roster because Gardner there's no telling uh, how long he's going to be out, if he's even going to be coming back or what the deal is there. Patch ready, As we have talked about, he is going to be out until late January, early February should all go right with him. So he meets the requirements there for long-term injured reserve for how long he's going to be out. That first and foremost needs to be done. And looking at the roster now, um, I do think that uh, Derek Stepan will get signed. I think it will not going to be anything crazy, just veteran minimum deal. I think he really earned that. I think he played really well in the preseason, and he he still has stuff to bring to the table for the Hurricanes, and that's a big thing. And I, I do think he will find his spot on this roster this year. So. That will be seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars there uh, for a veteran minimum contract one year, of course. Um, and you know, going on, going through the forwards, uh, top line, uh, really the top two lines, uh, three actually are going to be the ones that no one is really surprised about, and that is Tevo Teravainen, Sebastian Aho, and Seth Jarvis there on the top line. On the second line, Andres Sveshnikov cotton yes, yummy and Martin Hachis. On the third line, Paul Statsny, Jordan Stall, and Jesper Faust. I think we all kind of expect that to be how those shake out. And fourth line is the one where I think you know we're going to see the... Not drama or anything like that, but that, that's the one that's more up in the air, I guess you would say. Ultimately, I am going to go with what I think that the Hurricanes are going to do, and that is going to be Jordan Martinuk, Derek Stepan, and Andre Kasha. I think that will be what they end up rolling with, at least to start the year. And I know a lot of folks, myself included, were really uh, going ahead and penciling in Jack Drury there at that fourth line center spot. Um, But I think that... Derek Stepan really uh had himself a preseason in training camp and earned that spot for him and Stefan Nason another one as well that a lot of folks really think that you know he earned he he played really well and deserves a shot and I do agree there but I think come opening night they're going to roll with Jordan Martinook and there on that left wing position rather rather than uh nosen and or nasen excuse me i think we're all still getting confused on the pronunciation of that uh but ultimately i think that's what they're gonna go with there on as far as the forwards And with drury and nasen being scratches i could also see Martin being a scratch i could see uh stepan being scratched because there there's cases to be made for all of those and i know yes martin again he got placed on waivers he cleared but you know the team is very loyal to him and loyal almost to a fault with martin and i think that they may finally be starting to realize that hey yeah you know, he just doesn't – he's not at the level he used to be. And I think that they're finally starting to realize that when it came to the waivers. I think, Marty, he's old enough, been around long enough to to understand uh, what is – that th- this isn't personal and that it's business. I I think he he understands that. Obviously, he's cleared, but I I wouldn't put it out of the realm of possibility of him going to the Chicago Wolves. I would not put that out of the realm of possibility this year. I wouldn't for the rest of the day, honestly. And, And that is ultimately just going to be something that we have to wait and see what happens. I think it's very much something that could happen. I know a lot of people were really hurt when he got put on waivers because he is such a fan favorite. Guys love him and you know he's he's a good locker room guy and you know he has the A on the front of his jersey for a reason. He's a big character guy, a locker room guy. But we have a lot of those. And you know, I I think that they realize that the time is coming for him for them to make a decision, whether it be going to the AHL or potentially a trade. Uh, I mentioned that the other day, but ultimately we're just going to have to wait and see on that and see what happens. But in the meantime, we also have stuff to talk about with the defensemen and the goalies as well, and we will do that. Right after this quick break. Now, folks, our next partner is Athletic Greens. And you guys that have been around a little while, you guys have heard of this, but say you're new here for the new season, you're going to be asking, what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you are absorbing 75 high quality vitamins and minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day off right. This special brand of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. And it's lifestyle-friendly, whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free. AG1 is something that contains less than one gram of sugar with no GMOs, no nasty chemicals, or artificial anything while still tasting good. It supports better sleep quality and recovery. It supports mental clarity and alertness and one of the best things is that athletic greens uses the best products based on the latest science with constant third-party testing and product and iterations and it costs you less than three dollars a day you're investing in your health and it's cheaper than constantly going and getting a cold brew and it's cheaper than getting all of those different supplements for yourself you're investing in -in all-in-one nutritional insurance so right now it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition it's just one scoop in a cup of water every day that's it no need for a million different pills or supplements to look out for your health to make it easy athletic greens is going to give you one free year supply of immune supporting vitamin d and five free travel packs with your first purchase all you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash nhl network again that is athleticgreens.com slash nhl network to take ownership of your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance now folks it's now time to talk about the defense and i think this is going to be another one like that fourth line that the carolina hurricanes got a lot of work to do and Obviously, the first two pairings, I think, are more, we know what that's going to be. That's going to be Jacob Slavin and Brett Burns. Yeah, that that's what it's going to be. Uh, we, we all know that. Same with the second pair. It's going to be Brady Shea and Brett Pesci. That's what it's going to be. Now, when it comes to the third pairing, ultimately, I think it will be Calvin Dahan and Dylan Coughlin. Should Dylan Coghlan be healthy? And he was skating um the other day. So it's looking like he'll be all right, you know, come Wednesday. And but ultimately I do think if he is healthy, he will be what they roll with. He looked really good this preseason. And Calvin Hahn did sign that one year deal. This is not a two-way deal like I predicted it may end up being. So you figure he is going to be on the roster. That leaves Jalen Chatfield and uh Ethan Bear out of the mix. And ultimately, I think Chatfield, he was gonna be the odd man out regardless. I think yeah, there's too many guys there, and that yeah, he was unless yeah you know, he just had some crazy monster preseason he was going to be the odd man out i know it would fall between bear coglin and dahan obviously you know you, we it is worth mentioning jake gardner uh we don't know his situation of when and if he will be back so obviously if he comes back then yeah you know, that's where he will be and you know that's That'll be a bridge we we'll cross when we get to it, should we get to it. Uh, but I do feel like De- DeHaan and Coughlin will be the pair that they roll with should Coglin be healthy. I think Ethan Bear he is a guy that, like I mentioned the other day, could potentially be finding himself on the trading block. He carries a $2.2 million cap. It. I did forget to mention Jordan Martinuk does carry a $1.8 million contract. Uh, cap hit this year. That is something that a lot of people have been criticizing. And you know, he just hasn't been backing it up. And I do agree. He has not been backing it up. So we will see. Ultimately I do think, you know, with trends the way they have been with Martinook, he'll likely find himself in the opening night lineup. how long that stays, I don't know. But Ethan Bear carrying a 2.2 million cap hit. I think that he He's another guy, just hasn't been backing it up. And yes, you know, last year, you look at the beginning of last year, he did look really good. But then he got COVID and he was suffering the effects of long term COVID and he just never got back. And, you know, it, that's probably why he wasn't playing in the playoffs. I thought that that in itself was the writing on the wall for him that he was not going to be back. They really shocked me whenever they signed him to an extension. But ultimately, I do not see him being on that opening of night roster. I do think that should the right trade come across, he will be traded because they have so many guys there in uh there for that third uh, defensive pairing. So, I do think he could potentially find himself traded, uh, should the right deal come along. Ultimately, I do see him being the scratch for opening night. Along, I also have Drury and Nazen, uh, listed as scratches. Um, because I, you know, with then you know, throwing your goalies, you have your. Roster size for opening night at 23. That's the limit for 23. And, you know, I, I think yeah, both of those guys, they've made cases for themselves. And we'll just have to wait and see what happens uh, with those two. But I think Bear ends up being a scratch for opening night. And same with uh, Drury and Nazan. I think uh between the two I could see Drury maybe getting sent down first. I think Nason has had the better preseason and I think he would be the one to stay up a little bit longer, but ultimately we'll just have to wait and see with that. And you know, it, it this is one that it, it's difficult because like I said there's a lot of things to weigh in here, especially like the forwards. You know, they're been very loyal to Jordan Martinuk, but as of late, he hasn't been backing it up. I think you know, again, the waivers. I think that was kind of the first sign that they may be starting to move on and realize that hey, you know, we got other guys that can handle the locker room stuff, and it we don't have to keep him around. Or that and we'll see what happens with that uh Ethan Bear another one a lot of upside but hasn't been backing it up and they got other guys that can and we'll see what happens with them uh, but you know we do need to talk about the goalies and where this roster uh puts them as far as cap uh come opening night and we will do that right after this quick break. All right, folks. Now we are back in goalies, we know what it's gonna be. It's gonna be Frederick Anderson and Auntie Ronta. Big surprise, right? Uh we know that's what it's gonna be. And you know, we know that. So really not a whole not a whole lot to talk about there with those two. Uh we know that's what what it's gonna be. And, you know, so like I said, at, at the top of the episode, as of this recording right now, the team is a little over $4 million in over the salary cap. $4,404,414 over the $82.5 million salary cap. Now, with this roster, I just pitched to you, Tevo Ajo Jarvis, Svetch, Coatenyemi, Natchez, Statsny, Stahl, Foss, Martinuk, Stepan, Kasha, Slaven, Burns, Shea, Pesci, Dahan, Coglin, Anderson, Ranta, with that roster right there. Uh, also, Nazan, Drury, and Bear on scratches. Uh, that puts this team right now uh, with you know uh, Gardner and Pacioretty on long-term injured reserves. That puts them at a salary. Cap or at a total salary of seventy-five million eight hundred forty-one thousand nine hundred seventeen dollars, with leaving them six million six hundred fifty-eight thousand and eighty-three dollars in space. Again, you know, sh- Pacioretty seven million cap it, that puts them over. Whenever he comes back, that is where you know I think a guy like Martinuk goes to chicago that frees up that 1.8 bear traded that frees up that 2.2 million again i think those are going to be decisions that are made maybe a little bit later uh again martin as we sit here right now it would not surprise me if he got sent to chicago today it would not surprise me with as i said with the waivers Clearing and all that stuff, it would not surprise me one bit if that's where he ended up finding himself to at least start the season. It would not surprise me in the slightest. But I'm just going off of past uh, trends, I guess you would say. Not experiences, but trends. Is that this team is very loyal to and which I do respect, but... It has also came to a detriment of the team of him maybe being in a spot where he shouldn't be and where he wasn't justifying it. And you know, I think he's to the point where you have injuries and age just kind of catching up to him and he's going to be in a bit more of a role at like a Derek Stepon. You know, I you know, a veteran role where like, yeah, he's not what he used to be. Obviously he was never you know top line guy but you know i think he's going to be you know that fourth line grinder veteran presence that's going to be his role uh and you know i think he understands that i think uh ethan bear that would be one where i i don't know i I really don't know and like I said, with the guys that have came in, he looks expendable. He does. And you also have Jalen Chatfield there waiting in the wings in Chicago for his chance. So I do think Ethan Bear is expendable. He could find himself on the trade block. He very well could. And obviously, you know, should that happen, frees up cap space for Max Patri to come back because again, that is going to be a hefty cap hit. And it's also worth noting that should um, Jake Gardner come back, that's um, an over $4 million cap hit as well. I think it's $4.4 $4.5 4. somewhere in that range. That's also a very hefty cap hit. And should he also come back, the Hurricanes are going to have a lot to do because he could come back right now with you know, this roster and there'd be space someone I think they'd be over as far as um, guys on the roster and they'd have to move someone, but they at least have the cap room for Gardner to come back. But I don't see that happening anytime soon, but this is all speculative. This is just me, you know, playing around on cap friendly and seeing, you know, what, what can get done. And, yeah, We'll just have to wait and see what ends up happening uh, later on today. Uh, we'll get answers later and see what we really will be looking at for opening night. One last time, this is what I have for opening night. On the first line, Tevo Teravainen, Sebastian Aja, Seth Jarvis. Second line, Andre Svechnikov, Jesper Kotnyemi, and Martin Aitchis. Third line, Paul Statsny, Jordan Stahl, Jesper Faust. Fourth line, Jordan Martinuk, Derek Stepan, Andre Kasha. Defense, Slavin Burns, Brady Shea, Brett Pesci, Calvin DeHaan, Dylan Coglin, Freddie Anderson, Auntie Ronta as the goalies. With Jack Dury, Stefan Nason, Ethan Baer all being scratches or sent to the AHL. Max Pacioretty, and Jake Gardner on long-term injured reserve. But we'll see what it actually is later on today, and we will talk about that in tomorrow's episode. So make sure you are following this show on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes. Myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. And subscribe on YouTube, and make sure you hit that notification bell. And I will talk to you guys in the next episode where we go over what the hurricanes opening night roster is actually going to look at not my prediction